I'm Joey. I'm Carlene. And I'm Pete. And this is Triple the Nonsense. What up? Welcome <laughs> to a Brit and toast. <laughs> oh, the nonsense has already begun. How are we doing? Welcome to a brand new art, Carlene and Pete. How are your lives? We are recording in the morning and I am tired. Um, same. Same. <laughs> But I did find out that my Donors Choose project got fully funded as of I last saw night. That. So awesome. I saw that. That's exciting. Woo-woo. So, <laughs> so what are you going right. to be doing with all that? So shopping. <laughs> you wish. Um, <laughs> no. So I'm getting uh, two iPads for my classroom, along with um, some Osmo kits that help with spelling numbers math all that type of stuff so it's another component that the kids can have when you know they're not with me they can have little fun with technology that's really cool we love yay hey congrats that's fantastic thank you (laughs) that's a big deal um i also would like to point out that like pete and i say it's morning and we're tired but our time it's 11 a.m and carlene's time it's 8 a.m so realistically we can't complain (laughs) here we are I'm the only one. I had a performance last night. I didn't get home till 11.30. And I just didn't go to bed till like 1 because I was watching a movie. So, <laughs> priorities. <laughs> also, I just noticed this. Is that picture behind you straight? Um, no. No, he... Okay. But neither am I, not, so who I'm cares? Crazy. Well, because he's also <laughs> catty-cornered in the in his room. That's also true. So, of course, it'll look not is it, straight. Is it straight? It might be. But, like, yeah, the ceiling slanted, so... Whatever. It's fine. You just made it not straight, though. <laughs> there it is. All right. <laughs> the chaos. The chaos. <laughs> Listen, I've always said I'm an agent of chaos. Here we are. If, you, if you're oh, just listening, I just knocked my painting on, like, the side and it's literally swinging back and forth in frame. So, like, it's fine. Yeah, his picture just rotated, like... 78 degrees yeah i'm gonna leave it like that the entire time um but anyways welcome to a brand new arc uh we are now we're we're calling this the arts arc correct correct yeah so for the next three episodes each of us are going to get a chance to host and uh we're doing an episode on music which is the one we're doing today which i am hosting um next week's will be about theater which peter for louise is hosting and the last one will be about dance which we may or may not have a special guest on the podcast for wait and find out uh i'm hosting the music one because if you've never listened to this before hello why are you starting this episode go back to the beginning but um i am a music teacher i teach high school band and general music and um it just kind of made sense that in the arts that this would be the episode i'm leading so here we are um so i thought it what well, my brain just forgot how to function for a second. What I thought would be a fun way to start is to talk a little bit about all of our backgrounds with music. I've done that a bunch between like our talking about college episode and whatnot, but I'll give like a brief synopsis of like my musical background. Um, and then I'm curious to hear, Carly and Pete, if you two have any backgrounds in like being in band or choir or anything in like your past lives or if you still do anything music related, which is stuff you've probably told me, but because I'm turning into Pete, I probably forgot. Um, so... <laughs> So my musical background, I started playing saxophone in fifth grade, um, so back in 2004, I believe. Um, I don't know about other band programs, but the way our school system had us like decide which instrument we were going to play is they did like kind of like an instrument zoo type of day. We got to see like all the different instruments get played by high schoolers and then we could choose. Um, 
and one of my older sister's best friends played the saxophone and I loved her and thought that was so cool. So on the sheet, we got to choose a first, second, and third choice. I wrote saxophone all three times. Um, <laughs> so decisive. So mm-hmm. was selected to play saxophone and here we are 18 years later. Gosh. Um, so I was in band all through middle school, uh, fifth grade, middle school, high school. Obviously went to college as a music educator. So I've Played lots of music, been in lots of groups, jazz, concert bands, all the things, sax quartets. Um, One of my saxophone quartets got our own special tour when I was in college because, like, the department loved us so much. They were like, we're going to send just you to go on a tour, and it was dope. Um, So, yeah, music's a big part of my life because it's literally all I do all the time, and it's great. But enough about me. Um, Would either you two – I mean, your answer could be, I've done nothing with music. (laughs) Bye. I don't know. So, <laughs> well, I'll go. I'll go first. So, in elementary school, um, I was in choir up through um, fifth grade. Um, I did a lot of um, things in in the choir. <clears throat> um, I remember a performance we had very vividly. It was like a a Disney night where a bunch of our songs were like Disney themed and. My choir teacher um, gave me a solo, and I remember that solo was part of Step in Time from Mary Poppins. Ooh, fun, fun. So we were dancing. I I had the solo. It was a really good experience. Since then, and, you know, middle school and that, um, I kind of got away from the the singing. I did do a couple of talent shows um, with performing. It was something that I loved to do. And then when I hit high school, I ended up being in my school's marching band, not doing like, not doing an instrument, but being in the color guard. Mm, We love marching for, For those four years. And in those four years, I really got to learn a lot, just like the musicality and, you know, things that I probably would never have done prior to that. And then I did two two years in college with Color Guard too. So yeah, that's uh, my experience. We love, I love that. Pete, before you go, <laughs> while you were talking, Carly, and I was like, wait, I also did choir in high school and like sung in college and like did musicals and stuff. I like, my brain's always like, band's all I do. But like, I also mm-hmm. did all of the singing and things and that too, because fun. And the marching band we love. Pete, go. <laughs> Uh, so my parents actually own a band instrument repair business. Uh, oh, I knew that. I forgot about that. So I worked starting when I was like six in their shop, uh, helping them fix them. So I had to learn how to play them to make sure they were fixed properly and put back together properly. Um, so I've been playing brass instruments, um, forever. And I'm way out of practice with it because I haven't done it since I think my eighth. I stopped playing my eighth grade year. Um, but I was in like the middle school band and stuff. It just wasn't for me. I don't like playing boring songs. I didn't like. But then I did do all the musicals in high school. I didn't join choir or anything. Um, but yeah, we've been doing music for a long time. Now I just love karaoke. That's fair. Uh, I miss karaoke. That's one thing that like I mean. The one thing. One of many things I've missed since COVID. But, like, karaoke's so fun. I've been to karaoke one time, like, in person. And I was like, oh, my God. I miss I think, you so much. Hmm. I think one of two things needs to both happen. 
one, we need to do another Zoom karaoke night. And then two, when we all get together, we just need to go have a big karaoke party at a bar. Um, yeah. I don't think I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't plan on ever meeting you two in real life. This is a fake friendship. This, the cat's out of the bag. Um, Can we mute him? This is actually the end of the... This is actually the end of the podcast. I despise both of you. Bye. <laughs> Kidding. Yes, a thousand percent. We need to go to karaoke. Joey, I have a follow-up question for you. Okay. Since you're the music expert here. Sure. Uh, you've been playing saxophone. What's your favorite saxophone? Oh, I get asked that a lot, and honestly, I don't know. Because, um, like, a lot of my saxophone career, um, they... They like different teachers and stuff would put me on Barry because especially at a younger age, playing the larger saxophones is harder because it involves more air and it's just a larger, heavier instrument and like all that stuff. Um, so I got put on Barry all through middle school, which was fun. And I liked Barry, but also I didn't like having the easier parts because especially in middle school, like low brass, it's mostly like half notes, whole notes, like the parts mm-hmm. not that hard. Um, so when I got to high school, I was like, I'm going to play alto saxophone. I'm going to get the melody and blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> so I played alto all through high school. One year, Barry in the jazz band. But I do love playing Barry in jazz band because you like get like bass lines, which like dope. Um, and then in college, it was primarily split pretty evenly between alto and Barry. So I guess I could sort of say those two. But like after college, I've like played in pits and done other groups and like I bought myself a tenor and soprano saxophone, and I've played those two things. And recently, the community band I play in, we just did uh, Percy Granger's Lick and Share Posey, which was all soprano saxophone, which was super fun. So I don't know. I think <laughs> if I had to choose for jazz band, Barry saxophone for sure. Um, for everything else, I really do like playing alto and like the higher stuff. So like alto mainly, or depending on the situation, soprano would be my two answers. So. Long story short, yes. <laughs> but let me ask you a follow-up question, because I know you said you played in middle school. Did you mention it, and I just forget? Like, And you said you played brass. Well, what did you play in middle school? Uh, I played in the band. I played trombone. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Which our friend Jessica, uh, she also played trombone, and I always gave her a hard time. Like, how do you get to sixth position? Because she's a she's tiny, very short. Because she's tiny. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I mean, that's oh, that's so fair. There was a time when I was long-term subbing for our elementary and middle school teacher a couple of years ago because he was out for, like, surgery, and I was still half-time, so I could. Um, and I was doing, like, the beginning trombones, and, like, there are these teeny tiny children, like, struggling to even, like, reach fifth, and I was like, you need to hit your growth spurt soon because this is going to get harder. Because <laughs> it's like trombone, you start with B-flat, and then C is way out there, so it's, like, yeah. right out of the gates. It's yeah. like, you need to stretch. <laughs> so Yeah. Be flat. Oh, this is good. I got this. What? What? Six. Go, go, gadget arms. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> A thousand percent. Cool. So that's all of our backgrounds for music, and that's the episode. Just kidding. So if you know anything about me, you know that I love. He loves games. I love games. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what? You beat me to it. Um. So I forgot to ask you both this ahead of time, but could you possibly uh, get something to write answers on? Whether it is some type of whiteboard or paper and pen um, or iPad or whatever is near you that works that I should have asked ahead of time. And I didn't. Welcome to chaos. I'm just going to stall and keep talking while you're looking for things. Things that you can write with that you can hold up to the screen so I can verify you're not cheating. Carlene has taken off her headphones and she is gone. And I see Pete rummaging in the background. So this is going great. (laughs) I had a dry erase board. But I haven't erased I know, so did I, and I and, uh, can't find mine. Yeah, because you both used them in the past. 
You don't just leave and buy your computers for the podcast? Come on. <laughs> well, I do. No. I just can't find my marker. Um, and I can't erase this 8.7 I drew on the board. Haha, ha. I have one. Oh, it's like there permanently? Yeah. Like, I see. Ugh. I'm adjusting my screen. And that was for a TikTok I made for my TikTok mommy. Oh, fun. Are we going to have a callback, Joey, to a previous episode that you made us cause nonsense on? Before we played a game. You mean the trial one forever ago? Or am I forgetting an actual episode we've done? <laughs> an actual episode we've done? Um, I don't know. But here's the thing. We have a game and there's two rounds. And the winner at the end gets a choice of doing something. But I'm going to reveal that at the end so that you can't conspire against me in the middle by texting and trying to like determine an outcome based on whatever I say the winner gets. So this is me saying, you can't best me this time. This is my game. <laughs> um, so are you both ready with some sort of writing apparatus? Yes. Cool. Um, so I've created some a music game. Some has to do with like music history stuff. Some has to do with like music theory stuff. Me being me, it's not a lot of recent stuff, but I put in some recent stuff too to like make it interesting um, because I love games. So here's how the game is going to work. The first round is a true or false round. So you both get to answer every question by writing down true or false on your paper. Um, so that way there's no cheating. If you get the answer right, you get 10 points. If you get it wrong, you get nothing. I don't feel like taking points away because I'm not going to discredit anyone for effort. Welcome to Mr. Hendrix's classroom. Um, Is there partial credit for being partially correct? You can't be partially correct for true and false. But like for the future questions. No, in general. Well, well maybe. <laughs> um, are you are you going to be adding up the numbers? Um, I can, yes. I have paper here. Um, so that, yeah. Are you capable of adding up the numbers? Yes, I'm very good at math. Um, so first round, true or false, <laughs> really? there's six questions. Second round is going to be sort of like Jeopardy. So when we get to the second round, I'm going to make each of you come up with like a buzzer noise and whichever noise I hear first, the person gets to answer. If they get it right, they also get 10 points. If they get it wrong, the other person can steal. If they get it, they get 10 points. And if no one gets something right, again, I'm not taking points away because I don't feel like discrediting effort. I have my buzzer noise picked already. Okay. You gotta actually make it. I don't have that. I was gonna. I meant from your mouth, but we'll figure that out when we get there. Um, <laughs> I was just doing that because I have that. That's fair. That's fair. On my phone to annoy a one student in particular. <laughs> You're a monster. I know. <laughs> All right. So are we ready for the true or false round? Yeah. Yes. All right. In 650 AD, the first music notation was created called neumes. So write down your responses, true or false. Carlene's face seems questioning. <laughs> All right. Do you both have your responses? Hold them yes. up. Yes. True, false. Peter for Louise, you get 10 <laughs> points. Um, so, yeah, they were called neums, N-E-U-M-E-S. Um, and it was created, it was less of like the system of music notation we know now where it's like the lines and specific notes, but it was more to like show the contour of a line over like written text. So people use it to learn like chants and like melodies and stuff. Um, but like over a few hundred years, it got harder and harder to read, especially as like music was advancing and like instruments and stuff. Um, so around a thousand AD is when in Italy, when like the standard notation started to happen. So it first started with four lines of music, eventually became five. Um, but back when it, in that thousand AD, they 
created the system of solfege, which is still used now in choir. And if anyone here has ever done choir, you know solfege and you probably just got triggered. Um, but yeah, so each of these also comes with a fun fact because we love to learn. So how fun. Are you so excited? Carleen, you're losing. <laughs> All right, question number two. The creator of the saxophone was named Henry Sax. True or false? Every time I read these, I've almost also said if it was true or false. Like, because I wrote the, that right after it, so I knew not to make a mistake. <laughs> and it's fine. All right. Do we have our answers? Yeah. All right. Reveal your answers. True or false? Carlene says false. Pete says true. That is 10 points for Carlene. It is Dang. false. Um, <laughs> so the creator of the saxophone was actually named Adolf Sax. Um, <laughs> spelled dang. Like I felt good about the last. I was like, I really thought the last name was Sax, oh and that makes sense. Like the, yeah. his last name was Sax, but it was Adolf Sax, A D O L P H E. Um, oh my gosh! And he patented no, it in eighteen forty six. He was like a flute, clarinet, woodman player, and then between that inspiration, made the saxophone. Um, but yeah, I don't love that his first name's Adolf. But let's move on. <laughs> Why don't we call him Adolfi? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't name him. I wasn't there. Um, oh, so... My bad. I thought you were. <laughs> All right. So the famous opera, The Barber of Seville, was written by Rossini. True or false? I only put his last name, so I didn't feel like pronouncing his first name. <laughs> or attempt to. Yeah. All right. Reveal your answers. True or false? Hold on. Okay. Sorry. Carlene says true. Pete, what does that say? Let's make it three trues in a row. You both say true. It is true. Yeah. You both get 10 more points. So yeah, he wrote it. I didn't write down the year and I'm not going to guess. Um, but the Italian libretto was written by uh, Cesare Sterbini. Do either of you know what a libretto is? So a libretto is the term for a specific text that's written for either opera or a longer form uh, vocal work. Um, so fun. We're learning. We love to learn. We're learning. <laughs> yes. All right. Question number four. Beyonce has won the most Grammys. True or false? See, a mix of old knowledge and new knowledge. We're all good. All right, reveal your answers. True or false? <laughs> true. Pete says false. Carlene says true. The answer is false. Ah. Boom. Pete gets 10 more points. Um, so George Solti, um actually has the most Grammy awards. He has 31. Um, he's, I knew it was going to be someone I've never heard he's of. He's a British orchestral <laughs> and operatic conductor. Um, and he was the first, uh, his first was for Best Opera Recording at the Fifth Grammy Awards back in 1963. Mm. Um, Beyonce's actually tied second for 28 Grammys and she's tied with Quincy Jones. Um, so she was close. If, I mean, she still has time. She's alive. She could win four more Grammys and be the first of all time. Who knows? All right. Question number five. Speaking of Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones is famous for being a piano player. True or false? He's very important. He's tied for second most Grammys. I almost just gave away the answer <laughs> by saying something else and stopped myself. All right, so reveal your answers. True or false? Pete says false. Carlene says true. That's 10 more points for Pete. Um, Quincy Jones is famous for being a trumpet player. Um, that is his main instrument. Um, Pete, did you know that or is that just a guess? Uh, I thought he, cause I just, his name is most recognizable for me from Austin Powers. Um, and so I was like, I don't remember a lot of piano being in there. So, uh, I'm going to go with no. Hey, whatever works. You got me. You yeah. got it right. All right. The sixth and final true or false question for the Ugh. true or false round. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. 
No. Joey Hendricks is the best music teacher in the world. True or false? I feel like this is a trick question. True or false? All right, reveal your answer. <laughs> Hold on. I, I Hold I on. I haven't. I need to think about this. Okay. Should be obvious. <laughs> and you don't have to write an explanation. You can just say an explanation after you'd say true or false. I'm giving an explanation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, Show your answers. True or false? I'm the best music teacher in the whole world. False and true. <laughs> um, Carlene, you have to pick one. Ah. I said false, uh, and for a bonus point, you're the third best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carlene, what's your final answer? True or false? Uh, false. All right, the correct answer is false. Um, the reasoning is every music. You're the third best. I get a bonus point. Thank you. No, you don't get a bonus point. The reasoning is because every music educator does incredible work creating a safe environment for their students to learn and grow their love of music. So all music educators are the best in their own right, but there, but there's not one singular best. So that's why it's false. Trick question. Ha ha ha. But we both got it right though. So we both got it right. Correct. Um. We're so. so at the end of the first round, Carlene has 30 points, and Pete is currently in the lead with 50 points. How fun. But, Carlene, you have a chance to come back, because now we're in the second sort of like Jeopardy round. So there's nine questions, and I'm going to read out the question. You have to think of a buzzing noise that you make with your mouth, or like you could hit something or whatever. Um, whatever noise I hear first will be, I'll select that person to answer. If you get it right, you get 10 points. If you don't, other person can steal. There are no losing points. And most of these are like music theory, music world type of questions. I try to do a good mix of like band versus choir stuff. Cause I know like you have mixed backgrounds in both. So what, what are you gonna, what are your buzzing in sounds gonna be? Embarrass yourselves. <laughs> Bing bong. Ooh, love. Makes sense. Bing bong. I'm annoying. <laughs> I'm gonna say meep. <laughs> that was a bad time for me to take a sip of coffee <laughs> i love that okay so we got bing bong and meep perfect um all right are you both ready sure and this is also going to rely on like the internet because like in real time maybe carlene makes a sound work but because of in arizona internet maybe i'll hear pete sound first so we'll just see what happens it's fine oh i do have a distinct advantage here don't i yeah. <laughs> um all righty then so Question number one, name the three notes in a D major chord. Silence. <laughs> Do we get points taken away for wrong answers? No. Bing bong. Okay, go for it. B flat, C, E. No, because here's a hint. <laughs> it's a D major chord. So that's one of the options. <laughs> Carlene, you have a chance to steal. Um, me? Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a note still chose to make the noise love it love it love, love. well i wasn't sure love the commitment, i love the commitment. That's a you love to like you love commitment yes um d yes i'm just gonna guess because i don't know yeah. c okay. a c a here's the thing d and a are two of them um <laughs> the third one is f sharp because if you follow a d scale it goes d e f sharp g a and the scale uh, the mm. chords are based on the first third and or yeah first third and fifth notes of a scale um but that's two out of three so like part of me wants to give you partial credit yeah let's do that let's say like six points that's almost two-thirds of ten yeah right math fine <laughs> yeah there we go all right cool bet <laughs> if you think that's unfair in the comments let us know um so <laughs> All right, so question number two. The flute is a member of what instrument family? Bing bong. Pete. Ah, uh, no. 
Woodwinds. It is part of the Woodwind family. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Question number three. What is the definition of enharmonic note? Cool silence. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. How, how do you spell enharmonic? Don't Google it, but E-N. <laughs> I just want to know, like, the prefix. Got it. E-N-H-A-R-M-O-N-I-C. Enharmonic. Bing bong. Okay. <sighs> Notes that are in harmony. No. Carlene, you have a chance to steal. I know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, because that literally is what I was thinking, but I didn't want to buzz in. Good thing you did, because um, you have a chance to steal. Never too proud to not look dumb. <laughs> Listen, you, I always say, if you're going to make a mistake, make it loud and confidently. Meep. Okay, yes. Is it two notes that sound the same, but are different? That's 100% what I wrote. Yes. Well done. <laughs> um, so the example I wrote is like G sharp and A flat. Two technically different notes, but they sound the same because of life. Love that. Go Carlene. Well that was like legit. I wrote two notes that sound the same, but look different. Like that's word for word what I wrote. That's amazing. Are you cheating? I am not. Because yes. I wrote this all. No. This is this is in our drive because I made a Google a doc last night in the triple the nonsense. Drive. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> oh. I'll share my screen. Mm. I am not. No, I believe you, Pete. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. Question number four. What is a ligature? Bing bong. Pete. It is a device that holds music uh, mostly used during marching band competitions. No. That's a liar. <laughs> L-Y-R-E. <laughs> You were so confident. I feel bad. <laughs> I know. I was really confident. But no, that's a liar that you were that you described. Dang it. I know what it is. Carlene, you once again got a chance to steal. You might take this away because Pete just answers too fast. <laughs> what was the question again? What is a ligature? I do not know. Okay. Can I answer it for no points to see if I'm right? Sure. It's what holds a reed to uh, reed instruments. That is what it is, yeah. So reed instruments, like specifically like clarinet saxophones, because flutes don't have them, um, to hold to keep the reed attached to the mouthpiece is the, the ligature, the thing that goes over, and like there's typically one to two screws that like hold it into place. That is a ligature. But that is a no-point round. Ah, I'm so mad. Basically, a ligature is the same thing for like, it's kind of the same thing for like woodwinds as it is for like murder scenes. Like if someone has ligature marks, it's because their hands are tied together. Cool. Didn't know that. I'm so mad at myself. <laughs> Well, also, like, as I was asking it, I was like, oh, he grew up in an instrument repair shop. He must know what this is. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm just like, oh. Um, it's fine. We all, Everybody makes mistake, mistakes. Everybody has those days. Everybody makes mistakes. There we go. We everybody love Hannah Montana. All right. Question number five. Name the four standard voice types in singing. Bing bong. Pete. No! Soprano, alto, tenor, baritone. Do I give that to you? That is the question. Let's see if Carlene's answer is better. Okay, Carlene. Isn't it? Because there's two types of sopranos. Isn't it like first soprano, second soprano, alto, and baritone? Or tenor? See, okay. I put, <laughs> I wrote soprano, alto, tenor, and bass. Because like the lowest male voice that typically sing of like is those four voice range. But some arrangement some a lot of baritones do sing the bass part which is why i'm kind of like should i give it to pete um i'll give it to you pete give it to pete i'll give it to you pete. <laughs> yay 
Um, but yes, you both know singing. We love that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that was kind of a trick question, but it wasn't. Oh, well, it's fine. Um, anyone in the comments? I'm not a choir person anymore. Let me know if I'm wrong. But I wrote soprano, alto, tenor, bass. But baritones obviously exist, as do like mezzo-sopranos and all the other inner working stuff. But who knows? It's fine. Um, all right. Uh, point update, because we have four, yeah. we have four <laughs> questions left. And I do have a tiebreaker, but since Carlene got partial credits, if she gets all of them right, then she'll win. Anyways, I digress. Uh, Carlene currently has 46 points, and Pete has <laughs> 70 points. So <laughs> there's four questions left. It's still anybody's game. It's anyone's game. And you know you how impulsive I You say that, and you're going to get all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm impulsive and say the wrong things too fast. That, he makes a fair point. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What is the name of the stick that a conductor uses? Bing bong. Pete. Baton. It is a baton. <laughs> That's 10 more points to Peter for Louise. <laughs> Mine's in my car right now. If I was smart, I would have brought it and been like this, but I didn't. I could have pointed to us like, you get the points. You get the I points. should have. I'll be right back. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I don't feel like walking. All right. So question number seven. Call back to earlier. What is a libretto? I specifically gave you the definition. Bing bong. Pete. <laughs> uh, it's a style of writing music that's kind of parallel to operatic. How is it related to operatic music? I'll give you a chance to elaborate. No follow-up questions, please. <laughs> Carly, do you want to... Do you, do you want to... I want It is an addition to, like, op, like the opera singing genre but how? What Pete said plus opera. But how? But how? I'm looking for one specific four-letter word. Because it does relate to opera and longer vocal We text. can't say four-letter words on the podcast. Yes, you can. <laughs> Just not the bad ones. It, uh, it's... it's there. It's somewhere. I almost, I know. I almost just it's said it ether. and I myself. It's in the ether. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Extend. I want to say, like, extends. Oh. Yeah. Um... Hi, Toast. Word. The words. The, 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 the words. It's the words. The libretto are the text is what I was looking for. But yes, it's the words written oh. for <laughs> opera and longer vocals. So Carlene gets it. I will give you all 10 points, oh. even though I that was longer than I should have given. But whatever, it's fine. <laughs> We're just having fun. I love games. Yes. <laughs> all right. So that's everybody's recall and memory. Um, <laughs> so question number eight in this round. What is the op? That's a two-part question. Sorry, it's a two-parter. What is the opposite of a crescendo, and what does it mean? Bing bong. Pete. Decrescendo and getting quieter. Decrescendo and it means to get gradually softer. Correct. He didn't say decrescendo. That's what he said. Yeah, I did. I think you got distracted by the barking dog in the background. <laughs> yes. Like, stop barking. You're really disrupting the podcast. Go find something quiet to play with. <laughs> Man, my dog's like, what? my dog's laying quietly right over there. Not to brag, not He's to probably... not to flex, but Wesley's being a little angel. Latosh <laughs> just wants to be in my lap. I mean, fair. Okay, we have the final question. Yeah. Should I make it interesting and make it worth forty points so Carlene has a chance, or should I yes. just say, oh, yeah, okay. but the, yeah, just do it because then Pete's gonna get it. Well, let's do this because I I did make a tiebreaker question. So, like, let's say Carlene gets this right. Let's call it a tie. And then we can mm -hmm. do a tiebreaker question just to make it interesting. But if Pete gets yeah. it, then Pete wins. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like that. Okay. Let's do that. Cool. That. Who 
wrote the music for Star Wars, Indiana Jones, DT, and many, many more. I thought that would be immediate, intriguing. Who's the famous composer who's written legendary music for Star Wars, Indiana Jones, many other? Oh, Meep! Meep! Charlene! John Williams. It is John Williams. Yes, yes, yes. The the thought. <laughs> the the man, thought that went into that. The man, the myth, the legend <laughs> that he is, John Williams. Yes. Um, all right. So now, tiebreaker question, even though factually Pete should still win. But we're making it interesting. So tiebreaker yeah. question, anybody's chance. Anybody's <sighs> game. This is another throwback to the very beginning of this episode. Oh, man, you know my memory's bad. What year did I start playing saxophone? I said it. I know. Bing bong. Pete. No. Sixth grade. What year? It's not a year. It was fifth grade, but what year did I specifically say? I'll give you a chance. Because fifth grade is correct. <laughs> it was fifth grade. What calendar year? September of what? 97? <laughs> Bruh, in 97, <laughs> I was three. No, I was four. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> I was actually just about to say it was early 2000s, but then you said 97. <laughs> um, me? Carlene. 2004. It was 2004. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, from a behind, Carlene has taken the game. Wow. <laughs> Oh, Pete. <laughs> uh, really, Pete won. But Carlene won. <laughs> I got the questions that mattered. You're true. I got the Joey questions. That's true. Yeah, you finished you finish strong. You finished finish strong. strong. That's so exciting. <laughs> um, so here's what the winner gets, because I specifically didn't want to say before, because I didn't want you to conspire against me. Um, Carlene, you have a choice of two things you can do with your victory. Are you ready okay. for your options? I'm ready for my option. Option number one, you can post anything you want from Pete's Instagram, or you can send Pete a TikTok sound to use to make any sort of video that he wants on the TikTok on our podcast TikTok page, which I guess we sort of already did last week with the challenge, but <laughs> you could do it again. <laughs> um, so funny enough, Joey, regardless of what the winner was doing, Pete and I were kind of still conspiring against yeah, you. Yeah, of course you were. On the side. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I still have to do that Dougie dance for our TikTok. I haven't forgotten. I just haven't done it yet. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> yeah go both of you do. I got yeah, yeah. well, I got, um, I got a plan to go off of Joey's. Yeah, no, I I dropped the one. I'll do that one today. But <laughs> So sneak peek, whenever you see that TikTok posted, we're doing it the day we recorded this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do the Instagram. Okay. All right. But... It also has to go with you, Joey. Well, okay, what? <laughs> I was about to get so mad. <laughs> I'll make it nice. I make I'll make it family friendly. I I will send it to you in the Snapchat. Do you have an ugly picture of me? I don't believe so. Okay, then maybe, one does not exist. Oh, you still lost. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll make it. Oh, I think I got it. I think I'm gonna put. Uh, I'm going to send you guys some uh, snippets of some bloopers that you got to post on your oh, <laughs> Instagrams. That's fair. I feel like we haven't had bloopers in a while, but we have not. The ones because we're, we're so professional. We're Every, pros. Everybody subscribe to our podcast wherever you find podcasts. <laughs> so I think I think that's it. I will find 
either a funny moment or a blooper, i.e. Pete from the background <laughs> thinking he wasn't in the... <laughs> I love that clip so much. I know we've already posted it, but I love it so much. <laughs> so, yeah, look out for that. It's and then... so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> Just like, la, la, la. <laughs> oh, no. And then, Joey, I think for you, I'm going to give you the clip that I almost made you spit water. Um, You're only <laughs> posting on Pete's Instagram. That's the... No, uh, right. But, uh, but so, it, it also goes with it. you. Oh, so you're going to give him both of those to post on his. Fine. I don't care. Deal. That's whatever. I'm proud of That's not even a blooper. That's in the episode. <laughs> yeah. But I'm here so... for it. But I'm here for it. Cool. <laughs> Fam, we did it. Welcome to the beginning of this arc. I could have gone like more in depth to music things, but I decided not to. And I feel like we, we still learned a lot today of things that you may not have known and things you might not retain, but that's okay. That's likely the case. <laughs> I already forgot vibrato. No, vibrato is the words. Libretto. Nope. Libretto. Libretto. <laughs> I remember something said something wrong. Classic I mean, it's, it's fine. Um, so this is normally the part of the podcast where we would um, give some shout outs for some comments. And I legit thought earlier, oh, I should look one up and then completely forgot. Um, I got one. Hold on. You already have one? Someone's organized. Great. Yeah. I'm going to look really fast. Because I have the anchor open. I can also look. But last time I did that, I repeated <laughs> the comment. <laughs> so who knows? <laughs> all right let me let me take a look take a let look. me take a look it's in the book reading rainbow. it's reading rainbow i think we've read that one okay all right so as something that i'm not sure we we looked at but i'm gonna go ahead and say it anyway so back in our all aboard the nonsense train episode we asked you guys what is something you're excited for over the next six months and um, Dina had posted saying that she's excited for baseball season to come back. So isn't it? And it's back now, right? It is back. And it is back now. Sports. So, <laughs> and then let me see if there's anything else. I also found one. If you, we can do okay, three. Go ahead, Joey. So well, this one's yeah. kind of goofy. Um, so this is back on the Royal Nonsense episode, which was way back, but that was the one about Carlene. Um, the question that was asked was if you could hang out in a hot tub with any celebrity, who would it be and why? And avid listener of the podcast, Joey Hendricks responded, <laughs> <laughs> responded with Harry Styles and Florence Pugh. Are we surprised? And my sister Casey also puts 0%. Florence Pugh. So we're the only two that answered that question because the Hendricks family is on board. <laughs> so that's the answer to that. Um... So I just gave myself a shout out. Go me. <laughs> Well, you guys, I didn't see any more. So, guys, please, when you listen on Spotify, there will always be a question from the episode posted. Please go ahead and answer that for a chance for a shout out on a future episode. Make sure that you follow us on TikTok, Trip of the Nonsense, Instagram, Trip of the Nonsense Podcast. Follow all of us on our personal socials and TikToks. Um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. We love that. Um, I think whenever someone loses their train of thought, you should pull out that train whistle. Have it ready always. It's always here. <laughs> um, make sure you follow us and on YouTube to watch the unedited version of the podcast. And yeah, I think that's it. Damn, I think we did it. 
Heck yes. <laughs> um, so like we mentioned earlier in the episode, the next two episodes in this arc are going to be about theater and about dance. So if you liked this episode and enjoyed, because who doesn't love games? Everyone loves games. I think it's a fact. Um, tune in next week to see what Pete's got cooking. So very excited, very much looking forward <laughs> to that. But anyone else have anything else to add before we sail away into the sunset? I'm in a weird mood. I had a student <laughs> tell me a really good joke yesterday. Love it. Give it to us. Drop it in. All right. Do trees poop? Oh my gosh. I've heard this one. I don't think they would. Of course they do. How else would we have number two pencils? Two pencils. <gasps> I love it. It's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Literally wrote it on my board. And I was like, what are you doing? And I was like, that can stay. I love dumb humor. That's my favorite. Because uh, then what would you and then what would you say if somebody said yes, Pete? Do you know the I'd other say, side of it? I'd say, how do you know? Actually, I don't know. What, what, what's, Is there another what's, side? What's Carlene sounds like you know yeah. this. No, no. Well, our, our my friend Dakota, okay, shout out to Dakota. She sent me that <laughs> um, same question on uh, Snapchat. And I forget what she said, but she mentioned the number, number two pencil. And then there was another side if I said yes. But that was very clever, Pete. Ten. It wasn't my joke. I'd love to claim it. I mean, 10 out of 10. Well, you're claiming it now, so. You're, I heard it from you first, so. <laughs> Good job. Um, well, on that punny ending, I'm Joey. I'm Carlene. And I'm Pete. <laughs> and host. <laughs> this is Triple the Nonsense, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>